0: Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and we're here with a national leader in education reform and policy. He's a Colorado State Senator, HGSC alum, and this year's convocation speaker, whose invitation created quite some buzz here. We'll get to that in a second. Welcome to the EdCast. Welcome back to the Ed School, Mike Johnston. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. So, Mike, this podcast is going to air after your big convocation speech, so (laughs) I want you to sort of foreshadow it a little bit and get, take us take us back to how you begin to craft a convocation speech, how you begin to put this together, um, the recipe for inspiration and reflection and memoir in this, and uh, where, where you even start.
1: I don't have to worry about spoiler alerts since it's coming up No, afterwards. yeah, exactly. That's great. Um, you know, this one was very different for me. A, a, most times when I talk, I um, will sort of speak directly from the heart. I don't often do formal notes, and I kind of get up and try to be moved by the moment. And this one I felt I I tried to prepare for differently. I tried to think about, you know, step back and, you know, what were the actual underlying values that I think drive all of the work that we're committed to. Um, and then I tried to think about those values in terms of stories and, and in terms of stories uh, of students because I feel the sort of the, the bedrock of all of this work is about kids. And so I tried to put together what are the couple of values that I think are the most enduring and true and what are the couple lessons I've learned from kids along the way who have helped elucidate those values for me and then um, tell those stories as a vehicle to talking about those values.
0: And your track record as an educator is just so diverse you've had so many different experiences I mean how much of it is going to be pulled from your time here at the ed school
1: um, a lot of it will be uh, uh, will be pulled from the experiences I had because of the ed school so certainly after I left the ed school I went and uh, became a school principal spent six years running a couple of different schools uh, and some of the experiences that brought me to the ed school the experience as a teacher that, that brought me to want to come to the ed school and so uh, and then I think all of my work has been framed by the things I learned the people I met um, the ideas I engage with at the ed school and so whether it's been school leadership or policy or work as a practitioner i think every part of my career has certainly been shaped by the things i learned and the people i met here at the ed school uh
0: so your invitation this is no surprise yes. to those listening was the subject of some controversy um, was it something that you expected i know you're in politics so debate and discourse is nothing new to you but what were you surprised that this uh was under protest just to some degree
1: i was a bit surprised and um i think that oftentimes people you know it is, it's much easier to, I think, misunderstand people from 2,000 miles away than it is sitting at the same room over a seminar table to talk about ideas. I, I've tried to throughout my work, you know, even when we disagree, not be disagreeable and always be the first one to extend a hand and to sit down and to talk through problems. And I find in in debates, policy debates or school debates, I try to spend the most time with the folks who uh, disagree the most with what I'm proposing because I find you learn the most from them. And so um, I've always tried to characterize my work as an effort to do that kind of bridge building. And so uh, I certainly thought there would be a conversation about it. I was surprised, of course, by the push to um, to rescind the invitation, but I, I think um, I'm delighted to come, was delighted to be here, and have had a great couple of days.
0: And I think the result of this might have been a nice uh, lesson in communication of education discourse and how it best can sort of work. Tell us about what happened yesterday on campus.
1: Yeah, so w- when I saw the letter about folks who were concerned about me coming, I reached out to the dean and said, hey, you know, uh, well, they're interested in talking about policy and, and, and about the areas in which they disagree, and they want to back and forth with me and I said I'd love to do that could you set up some time where I could just sit down and listen and have an open conversation with folks who have questions concerns and so the Dean was good enough to set up that time yesterday I think we were scheduled to spend 45 minutes together I think we spent about two hours together and just was a really great engaging conversation from thoughtful people who all want the same things um, and I felt like I certainly learned a lot and felt like we built some real common ground on things that we agree on we flagged some things that we're all worried about that we have to pay attention to going forward and so I think it was reaffirming for them to see that I think I'm not not uh, so ideological or so resistant to feedback and um, for me it certainly was a good chance to meet them directly and get to hear their thoughts and concerns so I really I really enjoyed it.
0: Uh, Best way to discuss education these days with the sort of ubiquity of Twitter and online discussions Uh, yesterday you met in person with folks obviously that's not always possible Um, what is your best way to have these conversations?
1: Uh, You know I do love to have them face to face as much as I can so even now as a policymaker I try to just travel the state as much and sit down in classrooms observe teachers then be able to talk to them directly and say, you know, let's tell me what you're seeing that works what doesn't work. And so there's always open forums and town halls and email blasts and Twitter feeds and Facebook postings, but I find I always learn the most and get the most from face-to-face conversations. And, you know, it's hard sometimes to get a thoughtful comment into 140 characters. It's a lot easier to get into two hours, and so I, I really enjoyed that. Uh,
0: sort of rapid-fire questions. You have your big convocation speech in a little bit, so we don't want to take up too much of your time. Who do you look up to in the education world?
1: Wow. Um, and you don't
0: have to pick one.
1: I mean, for me, the lot, a lot of them are practitioners. There's a woman named Marsha Fulton, who I think is maybe the best principal I've ever seen in Colorado. Leads an amazing school of diverse kids uh, with a ex- fo- focus on experiential learning. Helps both educate all those kids to an incredibly high level and treats them all as real individuals. Um, I think really embodies what it means to both set ex- high expectations and never lose sight of kids' differences. I mean, when I think about the actual day-to-day work, it's people like those uh, who are my heroes. Um, you know, when it comes to, to national figures I've always found um, Richard Riley to be a really compelling character, a really thoughtful, uh, patient, I think, statesman and listener who tried hard to push for for real outcomes and change. And so, um, a, a number a number of, of heroes, I think. But those are two that come to mind. Your
0: national sort of vision for education, say five years from now, you're, you're a parent, you're someone who works in policy. Uh, what what is it that you hope happens with education amidst all of the conversations?
1: I think what I hope happens is there will be not just one city, but many cities in this country where when you move to that city and are looking to buy a house and someone asks, you know, where should I buy a house? I could say anywhere any neighborhood in the city of Denver because walk out your door and there'll be a number of great schools who all have different focus and different curriculum and different structure, but all of them are getting kids coming into kindergarten with very different needs and graduating high school with the ability to do whatever they want to do. Um, I, would, I would love to see that world.
0: You have a 20-minute commencement convocation talk. The thesis, the, the one takeaway you want all the students leaving that tent after, what, what, what do you want them to hold closest to their heart?
1: I think the three values I want people to carry as they go are this work has to be characterized by uh, a right to know, uh, the power to decide, and the will to love. Like that is, I think that embodies both what we do as educators, what we do as parents, what we want for our kids. And uh, I'm going to try to tell some stories that I think paint the picture of why those values are so important. And I think they are common enough that they're things we can all hopefully rally around.
0: Last question, Mike, probably the hardest one. What restaurant do you miss most in Harvard Square?
1: Oh, that's a great one. Um, There used to be—I'm not sure if it's still there—but there used to be a a little Italian restaurant called Il Panino, which was uh, used to go there for gnocchi for gnocchi and pizza. It was my wife's favorite spot. My wife went to the Ed School with me, and so we spent a lot of uh, nights of dates uh, at Il Panino. It's one of our favorites. Interesting. (laughs) I I don't think that exists anymore. I'm I'm worried that Uh, it doesn't. Toscano, which is—I won't tell my wife. (laughs)
0: Interestingly enough, I met my wife here at the Ed School as well. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. The most
1: (laughs) underutilized dating program in America, Harvard Ed School. (laughs) We might use that in our in our
0: (laughs) viewbook. Thank you, Mike Johnson, and. Thank you for coming to the Ed School to deliver this speech Thanks so much for having me. Delighted to be here. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.